Insights Marketing Day is back. This one-day virtual event will be packed full of industry-leading speakers providing essential tips and tools to improve your company's marketing. From social to web, blogging to podcasting, we'll cover a range of topics that need to be addressed for a successful, comprehensive, and interconnected marketing plan. We'll talk big picture with strategy and annual content calendars down to granular level micro actions so you leave informed and inspired. If you're ready to get a jump start on your 2021 marketing goals, you need to attend Insights Marketing Day. Visit insights-marketing.org. Use the code PERCH, P-E-R-C-H, at checkout for 20% off your ticket price. See you there. Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. I'm here with you, Priscilla McKinney, the Mama Bird and CEO. And with me, you'll be so happy to hear, is Ashley LeBlanc, the Executive Director. And uh, I, should we come up with some kind of a birdie type of title for you, Ashley? Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Well, it can't be Big Bird, so no, <laughs> we got to <laughs> Um, yeah, we're, we're going to work on that. So if anybody has suggestions, please send it in. But in the meantime, we're actually going to give you some relevant content um, uh, about marketing and how to improve your marketing. But it, in the background, we'll think about your new name, Ashley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tweet at me if you. If oh, you know. I see what you did there. That was good. That was good. Well, today we're going to talk about how life is just becoming increasingly digital. Everybody knows this. This is no, you know, this this is not the myth we want to talk about. But with everything being so digital and face-to-face uh, meetings being on the decline and conferences not happening and going virtual and all of us um, basically uh, on Zoom calls all day long um, and responding to our emails, we're pretty overwhelmed. And that is the, the situation. That is the what I would call maybe the, the stew we're all swimming in right now. So emails. Let's talk specifically today about emails because when we are talking about business, emails typically are such a key part of everybody's uh, marketing strategy. But how do you make sure your emails are not getting ignored? And this is a huge topic that we talk about all the time at Little Bird Marketing, and we have a few tips, but more than the tips, really, we're going to talk about a couple of myths that are out there, and we're going to actually focus in on three. We're going to debunk three myths around email marketing. We hope that you really enjoy this conversation and get a lot of tactical advice out of it. All right, let's let's get into it. So I have myth number one, um, and this is... This is just straight to the point. The myth number one is that email marketing is dying. Let me let me drop some truth for you because if that is a myth you've been believing, I'd like to say uh, I'm about to bust that myth for you because email marketing is actually, it's the most trusted form of communication because 77% of consumers are choosing email over any other online channel when it comes to communication. Um, 91% of consumers actually open their email on a daily basis. That's me. I cannot stand having notifications. So I look at my inbox, um, almost compulsively. So (laughs) if, if you want to reach me, sometimes email is better than 
even if you have my direct phone number. So email is a direct way that we can be in contact with consumers. In fact, 80% of marketers report that email, it's the strongest performing media buy, uh, and that's ahead of search engine marketing and display advertising. And then 59% of B2B marketers cite email as their top channel for revenue growth. So those are big numbers. Okay, but we hear this, Ashley, all the time, these kind of statements like email marketing is dying or email marketing is dead. How many times did we hear this about Facebook? Facebook is dead. It's over. Nobody's going to, you know, use LinkedIn anymore or um, we're not, you know, insert whatever. People like to make these kind of controversial or maybe black and white statements and just like it's all over. But the reality is it's not all over for some people. So I will agree that you know, email marketing is suffering. And in fact, HubSpot actually showed in April at the onset of this global pandemic that email uh, response rates fell to a record low of 2.1% in April, okay? So in other words, that's horrible news because that means that 98% of email marketing efforts fail to reach the new prospect. So that's huge. So I understand why people get this myth, email marketing is dying. But what I want to also explain, though, inherent in those numbers is, you know, some opportunity, because while only 2.1% of it was actually reaching the intended audience, guess what? The people who have always known how to write very well to their most ideal client are still breaking through, because we do also see stats on the other side where people are really winning the game on email marketing. We even have clients in here internally that we work for that are seeing 25 and 26 and 27% response rates from email marketing. And it is absolutely driving revenue for them. So what really is the issue about email marketing dying or not dying? I think the point is, is that crappy emails that are irrelevant to the the, uh, most ideal client or ones that are just annoying are absolutely um, being ignored and people just won't tolerate stupid content anymore. And I think that that kind of ties into our second myth here because, well, how are people judging the, the death of email marketing? A lot of them, it is by the open rate. And that's our next myth that the open rate is the most important metric. And I just, I don't think it is. I think it's important, but I don't think it's the most important. Well, I would agree with you there. I think what the reality is that it's not telling the whole story. So for example, if you look at subscribers using Outlook, Outlook has the images blocked by default, which means your open rate won't be tracked accurately. Or if an email is read on a mobile device, Emails are usually defaulted to text format, which again leads to some unreliable data. So we have to really be thinking about what KPIs are we measuring and you know what is going to be the most valuable for the client, which our perspective is always about thinking about, is this a part of a firm and sustainable lead generation system? Is this bringing revenue? And so maybe looking at this open rate as the you know, end-all be-all of measurement of success on email is maybe really going by the wayside. I would just kind of a a bonus tip I would add in there, instead of just looking at email rate, make sure that you're looking at email rate 
and your conversion rates and whatever you set that conversion rate is. If you have an awesome, um, you know, call to action button in there, which I definitely suggest that you do. Um, but looking at that, looking at your click through rates, looking at your click rate, all of that, those conversion rates are going to give you a much better picture of how well your email actually performed. Right. I love that. And the reality is, is that very uh, successful marketers are using conversion rates as a better KPI than open rates. <laughs> so again, it kind of comes back to the revenue. So I like what you were saying about the bonus tip is about adding a call to action button uh, to emails and really, really focusing in on that. What is, what is it that you need your most ideal client to do once they receive this email? If they're not supposed to do something, which would be rare, you know, really, are you really just sending news? This is why nobody's allowed to say a couple of things here. You know, comic sans, (laughs) (laughs) trifold brochure (laughs) and newsletter. (laughs) We do not send out email newsletters. That's just not an effective use. So that comes back to what Ashley's talking about with the call to action. Add a call to action button in your emails instead of just like a text link, the actual button itself uh, can lead to about a 30% increase in your click through. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not enough just to say, Oh, I put the call to action. They can click right on that. You know, the hyperlink or something actually use a button. We see better KPIs there. Let's take a short break. Looking for a research partner to handle the details of your next project in-person or virtual. Fieldwork has been a leader in world-class marketing research services and facilities since 1980. As market research has expanded from the standard focus group to incorporate other methodologies and technologies, Fieldwork has expanded right along with it. With 15 facilities nationwide and sophisticated global recruitment services, their detail-oriented staff partners with you to achieve great insights. Focus on the research. Field work will do the rest. Okay, our third and final myth we'll be discussing today is that unsubscribes are cause for concern. And while I will say, if you see your unsubscribes growing every single email you send, that should be concerning, but I think people put so much pressure on that un- the unsubscribe button um, that it's not always a bad thing when someone unsubscribes from your email. While it can be an indication that maybe your information is not relevant, list cleaning, which is happening when someone unsubscribes, that can be okay. It just means that you are getting a cleaner list of people who actually want to receive material from you. Right. And we always preach here at Little Bird Marketing, the day that you actually uh, realize that everyone is not your ideal client is the day that you start on a strategic marketing journey. And we have to realize that sometimes an unsubscribe is simply a recognition of the good work that we're doing to say, you know what, I don't think you're ideal for us. Mm. (laughs) And please help. Can we, can we write emails that help people (laughs) self-select? So we can focus really on the very best and brightest, the most ideal clients 
and not get waylaid by uh, KPIs that are coming in for people who really are not going to become our most ideal clients. So I do I do like that idea of saying unsubscribes are not always bad news. Sometimes they're great news and they may happen kind of if you take a different turn and you really start getting strategic. It, it's hard to look at those unsubscribes and not feel bad about them, but sometimes they can be a confirmation of a very good turn of events at your place. Yeah. And the reality is most people, unless they use like a unsubscription service, I am the exception to this rule because I unsubscribe from everything I do not want to receive immediately. But what research actually shows us is people aren't unsubscribing. Actually, 60% will either delete the email or 23% will mark the email as spam. So you don't have a ton of people that are actually going to unsubscribe or um, even like manage my email preferences. People want those quick actions. And Google uh, Gmail specifically has rolled out a new feature where now it puts that really awesome unsubscribe right at the top, um, which as a user, I love as an email marketer, I hate (laughs) because it does make it a little bit easier for people to unsubscribe, but still the go-to actions are definitely just deleting the email in its entirety or marking it as spam. So if you're looking at your unsubscribe rate, I would also look at your spam rate too. That's going to be a really important stat for you to um, keep your eye on. Oh, I love that. I love that. This would be a great time for me to plug um, that we there are a lot of professionals in this area that we'd love to chat with. We're heavy collaborators. I love my gal Val. She's at um, at Love Val Geisler G E I S L E R on Twitter. She is known as a email geek and the queen of teardowns. And she's actually going to be speaking at our Insights Marketing Day in. December. And she is going to be talking specifically about things that you can do to what she calls fix my churn. Like how do we actually make sure that we're doing the very best things on our email to have the very best stats. And and to that end, some, some stats like, like we're talking about here are vanity measurements, or maybe they're, they're misleading. Um, They're not really telling us the whole truth, but you really do need to dig into your own stats to understand what has been happening to, you know, your emails over time in order to understand what is the possibility? What can we do? And maybe the truth is you don't have the right people on your list, but we can get into a lot more of that on a case-by-case basis. And also this would be a great chance for you to hear from a, a really great uh, thought leader in the email industry directly. And if you can't wait until December, if you need something right now, please go to our website, littlebirdmarketing.com slash resources. And you are going to find a free resource. It's called Nine Reasons People Are Ignoring Your Email. It's one of my favorites because it's gonna give you nine issues you can fix with your email strategy today. It's basically just going to tell you nine things you need to quit doing. And instead, here are some awesome practices you can implement. So if you can't wait to December, we definitely encourage you to join us at Insights Marketing Day, but head to our website and download nine reasons people are ignoring your email. Awesome. People ask us all the time, what does it take to be successful with your content marketing strategy? And they expect the answer to be super complicated, but I don't care if you're writing a social media post that's tiny, you're writing a blog that's kind of longer, or writing 
all of uh, the next you know, quarter of your emails or you're writing all the copy on your website, please remember the cardinal rule is that you can't be boring. Right. So if you're boring me, of course, I'm not going to be, you know, opening your email. But if I get pleasantly surprised all the time, then I'm going to be looking forward to your email. And isn't that what we we'd love to be seeing this ideal of, oh, my gosh, I can't wait until the next email from Little Bird Marketing. (laughs) This is the, the total dream that we have. But to that end, sharpen up your skills, look at your stats and really ask yourself before you send an email out. Wait, is this interesting? Is this cool? Is this helpful? Is this timely? Is it, you know, do I need to be sending this email? And a lot of good can come from some of those hard questions. So from all of us here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.